this for all of our believers, our choir, our ushers, our ministers, our deacons. We thank God for your service and your submission. Hallelujah. And I am thankful and honored to lead such a great people. Amen. You are great. Praise God for your faithfulness. Praise God for you, your stick to And just thank God for, amen, you being in this place at this time. Before I dive into my sermon, I want you to turn to 1 Kings chapter 22. 1 Kings chapter 22, it's in the Old Testament. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua, Judges, 1 Samuel, 2 Samuel, 1 Kings, 2 Kings. We're in 1 Kings chapter 22. When you get it, say amen. And I want to read a few verses, beginning of verse 1. And they continued there three years without war between Syria and Israel. And it came to pass in the third year that Jehoshaphat, a righteous king of the south, two tribes of Judah, came down to the king of Israel, a wicked king, with ten tribes in the north, and the king of Israel said unto his servants, Know ye that Ramoth in Gilead is ours, and we be still, and take it not out of the hand of the king of Syria. Question. Verse 4. And he said unto Jehoshaphat, Will thou go with me to battle to Ramoth Gilead? And Jehoshaphat said to the king of Israel, I am as thou art, my people as thy people, my horses as thy horses. Verse 5, And Jehoshaphat said unto the king of Israel, Inquire, I pray thee, at the word of the Lord today. Verse 6, Then the king of Israel gathered the prophets together, about 400 men, and said unto them, Shall I go up against, uh, shall I go against Ramoth Gilead to battle, or shall I forbear? And they said, Go up, for the Lord shall deliver it into the hand of the king. And Jehoshaphat said, Is not there here a prophet of the Lord besides that we may inquire of him. Now, understand the context that the nation is split. Judah is righteous. Israel is wicked. So Jehoshaphat says, no, your prophets are saying go up, but I need to hear from God myself. Are y'all with me? And then, and, then, and then move down to verse 19 real quick, and you can read when you get home. And he said, Hear thou therefore the word of the Lord. I saw the Lord sitting on his throne and all the hosts of heaven standing by him on his right hand, on his left. And the Lord said, this is in heaven now, Who shall persuade Ahab, the wicked king, that he may go up and fall at Ramoth Gilead? And one said on this manner, another said on that manner. And there came forth a spirit. Now stop. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, you got to watch the spirits. Every spirit is not of God. John says, try the spirits by the spirits. Yeah. So the spirit, listen to pastor, the spirit, verse 21, stood before the Lord and said, I will persuade him. And the Lord said unto him, wherewith? And he said, I will go forth and I will be a lying 
spirit in the mouth of all his prophets. And he said, Thou shalt persuade him and prevail also. Go forth and do so. Verse 23, Now therefore, behold, the Lord hath put a lying spirit in the mouth of all these thy prophets, and the Lord hath spoken evil concerning thee. Now, the reason I wanted to read that is because my sermon is straying or staying, strapped or strong. Everything church folks say that God said, God did not say. We got some lying spirits. Yeah. And the reason we know these spirits are lying spirits is because we keep attaching Jesus' name to our mess. And, 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 and you got to be careful that typically people that are not in the word, people that are not yielded, people that are not walking with God, they hear all kind of stuff. Can I get a witness? Some of y'all got dream books. So whatever you dream, you play. Leave that one alone. I dreamt about fish last night, so what's the number for fish? God ain't in that mess. God ain't in you getting your palms red. God is not in. Somebody need to preach it. Can I get a witness? Uh, God, God, God is not in a whole lot of things that we put God in. And then when we don't hear from God, we become baffled. So there, there are a lot of, lot of people that have been under lying spirits. How do we know we're in lying spirits? Because the word of God confirms the word of God. Can I get a witness? If God said it, that ends it. Can I get a witness? All right, y'all getting quiet. Now turn to John chapter 10. Praise the Lord. So just drop the lies. John chapter 10, and we're going to you know, preach to you out of this text. Amen. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. With all, with all respect to my lovely wife for 28 years, I remember when I first got saved, uh, this young lady came up to me. Uh, I don't know where she was from. I think she's from Germantown somewhere. We was at a Bible study. She said, you know, the Lord told me you're going to be my husband. I said, Lord, I didn't tell you nothing. <laughs> that ain't happening, baby. And if the Lord did tell you, I'm going to, I'm like Jonah. I'm getting on the ship. <laughs> I, I'm going the other way, baby. This ain't happening. Can I get a witness? Lying spirit. So here we go. John, John chapter 10. In the name of Jesus. Oh, I'm going to teach that. The relevance of God's redemption, God's rest, God's renewal, God's reassurance are all seen in this metaphor of this relationship between shepherd and sheep. That Jesus Christ is the shepherd. Can I get a witness? The pastor is the under-shepherd. He's the shepherd. Can I get a witness? And the flock of God are the sheep. Now, sheep, sheep, sheep have some natural tendencies in their DNA. They stray. Uh, they, amen, they yield to lying spirits. They are defenseless. They are vulnerable. Amen. And when, when we understand this metaphor here in John chapter 10, Jesus is seen as the good shepherd of John 10 who protects the sheep. 
Can I get a witness? In Psalm 23, Jesus is depicted as the great shepherd who prepares and provides for the sheep. Amen? The, the Lord is my shepherd. Listen, I shall not lack. I shall not want anything. Once Jesus becomes the shepherd, I don't want anything. Amen. And for defying, straying sheep, he maketh me to lie down where we don't want to lie down. Sheep are typically stupid, not you, but sheep, that they will eat brown pastures instead of green pastures. So the good shepherd has got to lead them can, into green pastures and then make them lie down, make them rest. Can I get a witness? A, a, and, and, and then the Bible says in that Psalm 23, he, a, 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 amen, he restoreth my soul, my cup runneth over. Amen. And, and the restoring of the soul is that sheep are easily agitated by insects and parasites and a good shepherd takes oil and rubs the sheep so that the parasites do not, amen, affect them. Because when a sheep is affected, they won't eat. When a sheep is affected, they won't lay down. When a sheep is affected, amen, they, they are miserable. Can I get a witness? Uh, uh, so he restores my soul. And, 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 and the Psalm uh, 23 is dealing with pr uh, preparation and provision. But then in Psalm 24, Jesus is prophetically, futuristically, Amen. Depicted as, Amen. The chief shepherd, the potentate, um, uh, after the Battle of Armageddon, he is going to finally finish Satan off. And 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 so when we begin to look at this matter of sheep and shepherd in the first ten verses here, there is imagery that that jumps off the page at us that. When we begin to look at this imagery of the shepherd, the shepherd, amen, places the sheep, listen to pastor, in a holding area with two piles of stone against a fence or against a backdrop. So there's two piles of stone and the sheep go into this holding area and then there's only one door where the sheep can enter and exit from. Are y'all getting the picture? Yeah, 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 yeah. And, 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 and so when you begin to look at this imagery, Jesus picks up this parable in this particular chapter and as he begins to lay out what a shepherd does. Now, Abel was a shepherd, Moses was a shepherd, David was a shepherd, and, 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 and it's here in this context that Jesus identifies in verse 9, hang, hang in there with me. In fact, let's go up to verse 1. He said, he that entereth not by the what? By the door, by this opening. He that tries to climb up some other way is a thief and a robber. That there's only one way to be saved. And that's through Jesus. There's only one way, amen, to, to be born again. That's that's, that's through Jesus. Hanging there with pastor. And, but he that entereth in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the porter openeth. And then the Bible says in verse 4, when he putteth forth his own sheep, he goeth before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. So one of the things that this imagery begins to depict is that Jesus identifies himself 
in verse 9 as I am ego emi, that, that, that denotes God. I, I am the door. I, I am, there's no other door. I am the door to the sheepfold. There's only one way to get in and one way to get out. I am the door. You can't get in by philosophical folklore. You can't get in, amen, by joining some club or auxiliary. There's only one way in, one way out, and that's Jesus. I am, listen to this, the door, amen, and then Jesus enlightens us, uh, amen, if any man enter in, he shall be what? Saved. And after he's saved, and we'll, and we'll get to this process, he will go in and out and find restful pasture. Now, now hang in there with me. There's only rest in Christ. You can get high all you want. You can drink all you want. You can party all you want. Ain't no rest in that. Hey. There's only rest. Come unto me, all ye that are laboring, and I'll give you, Matthew 11, rest. Now, uh, I, I, I love this because the Bible is very consistent. I'll give you salvation rest. Rest from your sins. And then he goes on to say in, in Matthew 11, he says, take my yoke and learn of me. And then I'll give you sanctification rest. Two different types of rest. I'm, I'm going to come back to this point of this imagery. So Jesus then enlightens us on this enemy in verse 10. The thief cometh not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And then we begin to see, listen to me, four keys as to whether you are a strange sheep or staying sheep. Four, four, four different keys that, that, that will jump out of this text, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to do some teaching here, and I, uh, you know, my alliteration is RV. The first is a redemptive relationship that speaks of Jesus' vicarious offering. Now, let me stop, stop, Re redemption is a work of God. Do you have, uh, amen. Look, look what he says in, in verse, and now, now hang in there, amen, in verse 10a. 10b rather, he said, I am God, I am come. Well, well, let's, let's stop. How did you come? The incarnation. I took on flesh, came in a makeshift delivery room while cows and sheep stared at me, I burst into time. I always was, I'm the wasness of was. I didn't just begin, I am God who decided to enter the human race. Galatians says at the right time in the nick of time, God made of a woman, the, the word made denotes humanity. Are you getting me? Because God is eternal. So he, amen, he entered a virgin's womb. She was probably 16 years old. And while in her womb, through the mystery of the incarnation, he who controls everything with the telepathic messages of his mind,
became compressed into a seed, put in Mary's womb while he was still controlling the universe because all things were made by him. Boy, I'm preaching up in this place. And all things were made for him. And without him was not anything made that was made. Are y'all getting this picture? So, 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 so when Jesus came forth as a babe in Bethlehem of Ephrata, which was prophesied, yeah, he was 100% man and 100% God. Hypostatic union. He was all man, all God. He was perfect man, perfect God. No sin. He's God's son, and he's the son. He's God. He's the son of God, and he's God, and he's God's son. Now, 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 watch this now. And when he was born, angels shot across the sky. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace and goodwill towards men. Do I have a witness? Shepherds, shepherds left their flock to get a glance. Do I have a witness? And child, and child of God, when you understand that Jesus entered the human race as God. He's not just a prophet. He's God, the Son, the second person of the triunity of God. Do I have a witness? God the Father, God the Son, God the blessed Holy Spirit. Do I have a witness? I want to thank Brother Arnold for teaching on the Holy Spirit pneumatology that it's not a force, it's a person. Because you can grieve the Holy Spirit. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and so the Bible says that Jesus said, I'm come, here it is, that they may have life. Now, 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 now what he's dealing with is eternal life. He's the door. He's talking about our faith. Eternal life, a quantity of life. Quantity, quantity, quantity. That once I place faith in the finished work of Jesus, that he came, he died on the cross for all my sins. He was buried and rose again. I have eternal life. Can I get a witness? It, it, is, it is the quantity of life, but this, this, this is the vicarious, and the word vicarious in theology is substitutionary offering. He became the substitute. That he who knew no sin became sin. Are y'all praying with me? That he took all of my sins. All of them, past, present, and future. And he bore them on a tree, the cross. He washed away all my sins and put a, put a, put a sign up, no fishing. Can I get a witness? Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? Now, most of us can fathom mentally, emotionally, mentally, psychologically, that he died for my past sins. But no, he died for your past, present, and future. See, this is what messing denominations up. What I do five years from now, if I'm still alive, he, it's under the blood. It's under the blood. It's under the blood. It's, 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 it's called the eternal covenant, the new covenant, and, 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 and child of God, that when you look at this word vicarious, it's cousins to propitiation, amen, halaskamei in the Greek, which means to appease a holy God. The reason you need Jesus to be saved is because Jesus died an eternity in hell for your sin. Can't nobody die an eternity in hell. 
for your sins. Can I get a witness? And, and, and child of God, in his love, he stepped into a hopeless situation. He became the vicar, the vicar, the vicarious uh, substitute offering. And you can't appreciate this until you go back into the Levitical system of the Old Testament that when people bought their lambs to the high priest, the high priest would make you put your hand on the animal while he put his hand on the animal. And in putting your hands on the animal, you are transferring your sins to the animal. I'm preaching up in this place. Now. Can I get a witness? And so now God didn't see you because God was getting ready to kill the animal for your sins. And then when you get in Leviticus, it talks about the scapegoat. The scapegoat is when you touch the goat, put all your sins on the goat, then they loose them and let him run in the wilderness. It, he, amen. We needed a scapegoat in the Old Testament. Can I get a witness? So we are redeemed. This is the work of God. We are redeemed, listen, from something. We are redeemed by something, the blood of Jesus, and we are redeemed to something, freedom. So I've been redeemed by the blood, Lord have mercy, of the Lamb. So the first thing we see, the first key, is the redemptive, vicarious offering of Jesus Christ, we, which, which has nothing to do with you and me. I'm sick of this. Well, you know, I try to live right. You can't live good enough to be saved. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. There's none righteous, no, not one. All we like sheep have gone astray, we've gone our own way, and God have laid on him, Jesus, the iniquity of us all. For he was <laughs> wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities. Are y'all praying with me? For by grace, love you don't deserve, are you saved through faith, and that faith is not yours. It's the gift of God as any man should boast. So I think we all agree on this redemptive, vicarious offering of the Lord Jesus Christ. We didn't do anything to get it. We can't do anything to keep it. God did it. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believed in him should not perish but have eternal life. When you don't believe that Jesus is your sin bearer, you're going to bust hell wide open. That needs to be preached. All right. The second key that he comes up with is not the redemptive, vicarious relationship, but the richness of our relationship. Now, 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 now pay attention to what Pastor's saying. The first was the door. Jesus is the door. Now Jesus is the doctor. Don't we need a doctor? Look what he says. Go back to John 10, 10, 10, 10, 10b. He said, I am come that they may have life, that's the eternal life, quantity, and that they might have life more abundantly. That's the quality of life. Not quantity, quantity is eternal, quality is enriched. Now, now let me stop pausing for because everybody in church don't have the enriched life. Some of us don't even want it. The enriched life, and, that, and that's why the Bible says, Paul, make disciples. The enriched life is a quality of life. It's sanctification, 
Can I get a witness? It's the abundant life, and, and it's, it's, it's really a spiritual healing that liberates us from Satan's self and the system of the world. Do I have a witness? It gives you a new power, a new peace, a new product. It's called transformation. Yeah. It's being set apart by the word of God, the will of God, and the way of God. And you will leave something, the world system. You will cleave to something, the will of God. And you will pursue something, the word of God. I've come that they may have life, quantity, eternal, and life more abundantly. Lord, have mercy. Enrichment. Joy. Can I get a witness? Now, now, now all sheep don't have the abundant life. Eternal life you have nothing to do with, but you have everything to do with the abundant life. Are y'all getting me? No, 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 no. You say, well, I, I, I you know, I just, uh, see, and, and, and you know the fact, of the, <laughs> the fact of the matter is, some of us don't want mates too spiritual. We, we really are. Because the world is still in us. We're still full of hell. I, yeah, I, let, me, let me go on and preach it. Well, I, yeah, I want somebody saved, but not too saved. <laughs> I don't want you quoting scripture around my house all the time. I don't, when, when, it, when, I, when I slip up and cuss, I don't want to hear from you. I don't, come on now, y'all know what I'm talking about. Can, can I get a witness? So, so, so Charlie, let's get this thing clear. Let's get it clear. See, when I got saved, I had eternal life, but I never had the abundant life. So I still, uh, Leroy, I still had desires that were still in the world. I still wanted to fornicate. Well, y'all getting quiet in here. Some of y'all been here 15 years, you still trying to fornicate. It's tight, but it's right. I, 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 I just want to know that I'm going to heaven. I don't want heaven in me. I got a bunch of hell in me. I want heaven in me. I, I just want, I don't want somebody too spiritual. One time me, one, one time me and Sister G got into it and I was laying her out and she just sat there and looked at me and said, okay, pastor. What could I do but walk away? I put my head down. I ain't going to tell you what I was saying. It was of the devil. Can I get a witness? But boy, that shut me up quick. And I don't want my name in your bedroom. Well, you know the pastor said, and one of y'all say to heaven with the pastor. I, I, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. Don't put me in your stuff. In the name of Jesus. Fact of the matter is, this, this life, Lord have mercy, this life of abundance, this life of sanctification takes time to take place. It's progressive sanctification. Are y'all getting me? When I got saved, I was still smoking. I, I was still fornicating. I was still trying to go out. I was still trying to do all the stuff I did in the world. It, it, and the more I got in the Word, and, and the more frustrated the Spirit of God made me, I'm preaching up in this place. 
still wanted to be in pornography, still wanted to be in this, still wanted to be in that, but all my ills to the doctor. And Dr. Jesus. And Dr. Jesus. In time, in time, in time, begin to heal my soul. Do I have a witness? Now, I'm still messed up. Yes, I am. You know that. I'm still messed up. You catch me on the wrong day, and uh, amen, I will course you out. Uh, the fact of the matter is that uh, the, the Lord is working with me, and he's working with you. Do I have a witness? Fact, fact, fact of the matter is, stray sheep never enter this process. They're saved, Lord have mercy, but they keep straying away from God giving them the abundant life. Every Sunday you ought to be here. Because it's not a club auxiliary. It's not, it's us worshiping God. And, and, and by the way, and I, and I heard Paul say yesterday, when you come to church, you ought to have three things. Something in your head, a knowledge of God, something in your heart, an emotion for God, and something in your hand, an offering for God. That's part of worship. So if you didn't come with an offering this morning, you're not worshiping God. Can I get a witness? I'm tight. It's, it's tight up in here. Maybe, 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 maybe before I let you out, I'll take another offering. Can I get a witness? But, but, but the fact of the matter is, is that when we understand what Jesus is saying here, hallelujah, Pharaoh, let my people go that they may worship me. Worship me. There is a richness, this, this sanctification. And, and, and listen, let me, let me be clear. I don't have no desire to go to a cabaret. None. I can still dance. Oh, I can dance though. Still dance. I remember them steps. Crossfire. Cha-cha. The bop. You know, I, I, I can still I can still dance. I don't have no desire to do that. I don't have no desire to get drunk no more. Until the congregation get on my nerve. But I, 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 don't have no, I don't have no desire to do this stuff. You understand? I don't have no desire to, to get high no more. Pharmacia. Smoking that stuff. You know why I call pharmacia in the Greek? Pharmacist. Amen. It alters your personality. When you go to buy liquor, they call it spirits. Can I get a witness? Those spirits help us to deal with stuff momentarily that it leaves us. Y'all ain't got to get quiet. I keep telling you, I saw some of y'all in clubs. I saw, I saw, I, I, you look familiar up in this place. Can I get a witness? In the name of Jesus. So, so the fact of the matter is, he deals with this quality of life that as I'm discipled, I'm in the word of God, I'm, 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 amen, moving uh, with the Lord, the Lord, Dr. Jesus starts healing my soul. He heals my soul. He, he heals from the deepest part of the guttermost to the uttermost. Can I get a witness? How many of y'all know God is healing you right now? Isn't he healing you? Things I used to do, I don't want to do anymore. Places I used to go, I don't want to go anymore. And in the Lord healing you? 
even as I speak and the Lord heal, every time you come to church, get that word, that word, is, and my word shall not come back void. It will accomplish what it sets out to do. Can I get a witness? It, 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 is, it is a, Lord, have mercy. It's a power in, 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 in Hebrews. It's a power, amen, between the son, the soul, and spirit. And, and I wish I had time to explain that to you. See, our sins and our sicknesses were connected to our souls. The Spirit of God comes in with the Word of God, and the Word of God is a sword, and it starts cutting away from your soul those things that don't profit you. So now they don't have power over you. Do I have a witness? They, they don't have power over you in the name of Jesus. So, 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 so Jesus deals with this, this richness, this richness, this richness, First, redemptive, then this richness, and then third, he deals with the recognition of our relationship. Now, 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 look at verse 14 and 15. I am, God, the good shepherd, and I know my what? My sheep, and I'm known of mine. Did you get that? Now, 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 understand when, when, when the wife, when the, this is not Jesus the door, Jesus the doctor, this is Jesus the discerner. Now, this thing is deep. I'm giving you meat this morning. The word know, gnusko, I know them intimately. Lord, have mercy. I don't know of them. Lord, have mercy. I know them. I know them. What is it? What is it? What is it? That you know, God, I'm glad you asked. I know them by their names. When Simon came to Jesus in John 142, don't turn. Jesus looked at Peter, Simon Peter. His brother brought him to Jesus and said, we found the Messiah. And when Jesus saw Simon Peter, he said, an Israelite indeed. He knew Peter. He didn't know up. He knew Peter. God knows us by name. Jeremiah said, before I was formed in the belly of my mother, he knew me. He sanctified me. He called me. Luke 19, 5, don't turn. Listen to this. Jesus is walking with his disciples. Here's a little short man up in the tree named Zacchaeus. Jesus said, Zacchaeus, come on down here. I'm eating at your house tonight. Zacchaeus said, how did you know me? He said, listen to this, I saw you before you entered that tree. Uh, now, now, in the Greek, I saw you from eternity past. I knew you from eternity past. See, this is why we can't shuck and jive Jesus. He knows everything about you. He knows where you came from. He knows what you've done. Can I get a witness? He knows which, where, where you've been. He knows what you think. Uh, do I have a witness? He, 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 listen, I know their names. In the garden when Jesus resurrected, Mary went in the garden. Mary Magdalene went in the garden. And by the way, the history of Mary Magdalene, she was a prostitute before she met Jesus. She, she went in the garden. And she said to the two angels, where have you laid my master? Jesus was standing right there. She didn't recognize him. And then she kept saying, she started crying, where? And he said, Mary. And she turned around. He knows us by name. 
I was so embarrassed. I, I, I went to the National Baptist Convention in Kansas City one year, and uh, uh, I was talking to this lady who saved. We was all talking, and I said, uh, you from Kansas City? She said, oh, yeah, yeah. I said, yeah, well, I, I was stationed here in 71 and into 72. She said, oh, really? I said, yeah. Richard Gabar Air Force Base, they closed it. She said, well, what church you go to? I said, I was going to hell. <laughs> I went hardly going to no church. You understand? And, and, and the fact of the matter is, see, God ultimately gets the glory for everything. Can I get a witness? Are y'all praying with me? Thank you, Jesus. That, that, that I know their names, but watch this. I also know their natures. I know their wills, their, their weaknesses, and their wounds. Now, 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 stop. If Jesus knows not only our names, but our natures, he knows what we're capable of doing. Despite all them testifies we give in church. He knows what we're capable of doing. And I, I you know, I'm, I'm not trying to impress you. I got some wounds now. And a lot of my wounds the Lord has worked on, but I still got some more wounds. How many of y'all know you got wounds this morning? Oh, no, no, no. We're going to take this consensus again. You a liar and the truth ain't in you. How many of y'all know y'all wounded this morning? Well, let me tell you, all y'all wounded. I'm wounded. Don't we have wounds, Leroy? We are wounded. We're wounded. That's why we need to be the center of attention. Because we're wounded. That's why. Yeah. Uh-huh. Thank you, brother. Need that. He's from South Philly, too. All right. We, let, listen, listen, listen. Listen. We wounded because we want to think that we up here looking down here. We wounded. Pastor's wrong, but you're right. We wounded. All you got to do is let people talk enough and they tell on themselves. Just keep giving them rope. They'll hang themselves every time. That's what counseling is all about. Counseling is getting you in the room and we got Leroy. He's a professional. Getting you to open up, to talk, and they've already measured everything. I mean, they're going through this whole paradigm. Of, uh, and, 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 if you, and, and listen, the only thing counselors, and you know, counselors get paid a lot of money. They go to school, they get a doctorate to say this. And how does that make you feel? <laughs> and once they ask you that, Leroy, you tell them yourself. I'm married, but I can't stand his guts. Okay. And when did that start? 40 years of marriage. So what did you do the 41st year before you got marriage? Ah, I can't remember. Fact, fact, fact of the matter is, Jesus knows our names. He knows our natures. So my light goes off when my nature starts gravitating me in the wrong way. The Holy Spirit said, now be careful. Watch out. For you, that's vulnerability. Yes, sir. Are y'all getting this? And Christians can't hang with everybody. Bad company corrupts good morals. Can I get away? Association brings on a simulation. Are y'all praying with me? See, see, listen. And I'm, I'm going to get out to it. We're growing up in a society that is, first of all, is post-Christian era. 
we're growing up in a society that's totally void from what our parents and how our parents raised us. Totally. Totally. We're trying to be our children's friends. That's okay to be their friends when they're 25, 30, 35. You can't be a child's friend. You know, our parents would say, you know, you stay in a child's place. We didn't listen to their conversation. We weren't up in their faces, were we? We couldn't do that. And God knows, I said this this morning, I ain't never heard of a temper tantrum until I got in college. I ain't never heard of that. I ain't never get in Sears and Roebuck, pen fruit, get on the floor. Ah! Because our parents had the 11th commandment. I bought you in this world, and I'll take you out. Y'all know what I'm talking about. So we want to overindulge them, give them everything they want and more, because we're guilty of not spending time with them. We're trying to buy their love. Let me, look, let me look at the clock. Let me look at the clock. And I'm, I'm right in here with you. you. You know, see, our parents said no. It was easy, right? You got a quarter? No. <laughs> Woo! We had boundaries. We were raised by rules and not by relationships. They could care less what you thought of them. I, I, I know what I'm talking about. I don't like what you have for dinner. Well, you ain't hungry, but you're going to sit there. In the name of Jesus. Can I get a witness? Leave that one alone. I know your names. I know at discerner, your natures. And look, I know your needs. I know what you need. All the trouble in your life. I know what you need. I know what you need. And I'm known of mine. Look at the fourth key here. He not only deals with the redemption of a vicarious, Lord have mercy, which saves us, and then he moves, yeah, uh-huh, to this relationship, amen, of victory, of being saved, eternal life, but the richness of a relationship, yeah, which brings fruit, the abundant life. Now the reaction to this relationship is right here in this, in this sentence. Look what he says. He says, now watch your mouth. Look at, look at, look at, look at, look at verse, and, 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 I'm, and I'm rushing, but in the context of verse 18, he says, no man takes my life. I'm laying it down. And I got power to lay it down and power to take it up again. Talking about the vicarious substitutionary offering. But then he closes on, go to verse 27. You can read chapter when you get home. I, want you, I just want you to see these points. My sheep hear my voice. And I know them. No, 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 wait a minute. I gave you that illustration, Brother Lightfoot, of the lying spirit. Because Jesus says, oh, the sheep that belong to me, they can hear me. 
I got German shepherds at home. They know my voice. When they, when they hear my voice, they start, they know my voice. Jesus knows his sheep's voice. And the sheep knows his voice. Can I get a witness? My sheep, uh-oh, 27, hanging there, hear my voice. They can hear the doctrine. They can hear the dedication. They can hear the duty. They hear my voice, and I know them intimately. Here's the last point. And they follow me. They follow me. They follow me. They follow my call, my commitment, my conviction, my communion. They follow me. Yeah. Uh, that, 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 that is that when we understand, and this, this is pretty much our deliverance, that when Jesus is speaking to us, when we walk with him and talk with him, when we're in the word, we hear his voice. I'm not talking about straying sheep. I'm talking about staying sheep. I'm talking about those of you that remain faithful to the shepherd. See, 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 and, 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 and uh, some of us are so immature. That's our problem. We want privilege without responsibility. We need to grow up. We want the Lord's blessings, but we don't want to alter our behaviors. Are y'all praying with me? Uh, uh, child of God, the inference here, I'm coming in, is that when I understand the faith, the fruit, the fellowship, the fellowship, then I need to understand that when life gets hard for me, and it's going to get hard, when everything doesn't go by my desire, when God delays my blessing, when my body is racked with pain and my marriage and my family's on the outs, when my money is funny, they do I have a witness, when my emotions erupt and all messed up. Well, preacher, what is it that we need to do being the sheep of Almighty God? Well, we need to dig back into our faith files. Can I get a witness? Well, what are the faith files? It's, it's when you go back and pull up a file in which God had already been faithful. It's called a testimony. It's called, can I get a witness? And that's why God does things in your lives. So when all hell is breaking out, when the hell hounds on your trail, when you feel like giving up, when you get depressed and when you get dislocated, can I get a witness? God, the Holy Spirit, wants you to reach back into your files, your faith files, and start pulling up a file to help you, amen, facilitate with your fears. Can I get a witness? Y'all looking at me funny. Well, let me pull up a witness. His name is called David. When David was just a ruddy boy, probably 16 years old, uh, here comes this uncircumcised Philistine named Goliath, nine foot tall. About 400 and something pounds. And he walked up and said, who going to dare fight me from Israel? And David's brother said, we ain't going out there. Saul said, we ain't going out there. And here comes this little ruddy boy. David said, I'll fight him. And his brothers got angry with him. Can I get a witness? You know we got a nerve to get angry at each other because you don't have courage and somebody else got courage. 
Uh, do I have a witness? Somebody else got faith and you got fear, you got a nerve to be jealous of him. Can I get a witness? So David stepped out and said, I'll fight the nine-foot giant. Well, wait a minute, David. Uh, uh, how are you going to beat a nine-foot giant? David reached back in his faith files. And he remembered that he slayed a lion that had attacked the sheep. He remembered he slayed a bear that tried to eat a sheep. Can I get a witness? And when you reach back in the faith files, God gives you a faith that what he has already performed, he's able to do far exceedingly abundantly above all that you ask or think. When you was in a hospital and your body was in a bad way, folk was praying for you, and God brought you out. Can I get a witness? When your family was in turmoil, when your kids were wayward, uh, when your money was funny, God brought you out. Can I get a witness? I'm so sick of these so-called Christians that can't reach back in the faith file. Can I get a witness? Job said, I know in whom I believe, and I know that he's able, in the able, in God able, he's awesome. Somewhere in your faith files, God gave you a job when you was jobless. Somewhere in your faith files, when your, bat, when, when your health had failed, God restored your health in your faith files. When you was ready to walk out the marriage, God mended that marriage in your faith files. When you thought about going back in the world, the Holy Ghost gave you strength. Can I get a witness? You've got to reach back in your faith files. you got to know that you know that you know that you know that you know that he's able. Is he able? He's able. To do far exceedingly abundantly above all that you ask, he's able. Won't he prepare a table before you? Won't he prepare a table in the presence of your enemies? Your cup of joy will run over. Surely, I said, surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Say, yeah. You got to go to the faith file. I've been here before, I've seen this before, I've heard this before, but my God, he's an awesome God. My God is able, my God will do that, which, amen, I haven't even prayed about. My God, 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 he's faithful. Any faithful, any faithful, any good, say yeah, say yeah, say yeah. Faithful, faithful, faithful. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You brought me out. You brought me a mighty long way. Thank you, Jesus. You're worthy. Worthy, worthy to be praised. Stand on your feet. Faith file. Faith file. Everybody here has got a faith file. 
Somebody in your family died and the Lord, the Lord stepped in and he comforted you. Somebody's ready to give up and the Lord renewed you. Can I get a witness? You got to reach back in that faith file. The Lord is good. As every head is bowed, the eyes closed. If you're here this morning and you need the vicarious death of Jesus Christ, you need to be saved by placing faith in the finished work of Jesus. Raise your hand right now. Be honest. I see hands. God said, you be ashamed of me, I'll be ashamed of you. If your hand is raised, come on up here. Praise Jesus. Come on, come on. I'm coming down. Come on. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. You want to be saved, born again, name in the Lamb's Book of Life, blood wash. I've come that they may have life. Eternal life. Life. Or perhaps you want to join the church for your Christian experience. Raise your hand. You need to belong to a teaching ministry. Raise your hand right now. Step out. Stop church jumping. Step out. Come on, brother. Come on. Praise Jesus. Come on. Step out right now. You want to be saved or you want to join this church? Step out right now. Praise Jesus. There another? Come on, brother. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. Thank you. Come on. Step out. I'm going to wait. Step out. 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 You need to make a decision for Jesus. Make a decision for Jesus. He will bless you. In the day that you hear my voice through the preacher, harden not your hearts as in the provocation. You need to step out. I'm going to wait because Satan is telling some of y'all stay there. I'm going. Thank you. Thank you, baby. Thank you. If you need to be saved, step out. Come on now. Come on. Step out. Come on. Come on. Pa Pastor loves you. If you need to be saved. How many of you are not saved? You know you're not saved. Raise your hand. In the bus ministry, you know you're not saved. If you die right now, you don't know if you're going to heaven or hell. Raise your hand. Put your hand up. I don't know, Pastor. Is there one? Is there one? Congregation? Is there one? One thing you get here from St. Mary, you get truth. You get truth here. Can I get a witness? Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. We're going to ask you to receive Christ. Thank you so much, young lady. Thank you. Thank you, my brother. Thank you, my brother. Thank you, my sister. Thank you, my brother. Is there another? I'm going to ask that you would follow Cleve, the ministers. Thank God for you. Praise Jesus. Go, go. Thank you, Dan. Thank you. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Now listen up. Stop straying and start staying. Stop strapping and be strong. We're in this together. It's a process of perfection through Christ our Lord. Amen? And now at the benediction, I'm going to ask all the people that will eat to come up front. We'll meet with you. All our bus people, thank you so much for coming out. We love you. We thank God for you. Thank you for being here this morning. Amen. Thank you for our church. Wednesday, 
630 in Alcove, all ministry people, I want to see you in there. We're making major changes throughout the church. We love you. The Lord is good. Keep Dr. Bruce Bettner in prayer. He had an operation. Keep him in prayer. We love you. Pray for all of our sick and shut-ins. And the Lord is good, isn't he? All right. Let's look to the Lord in prayer. Father, we thank you for the word of God that says there are some lying spirits that permeate our very midst. And it's almost like these spirits are from you. They're from your throne. But God, they're here to deceive and direct us in the wrong way. And we praise you that Jesus is our great, good, and chief shepherd. God, we want you to lead us in a plain path and prepare us, provide for us, Protect us. Strengthen us. Bless the food that has been prepared next door for the nourishment of minds and bodies. And we praise you even now in Jesus' precious name. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, don't listen to lying spirits. Listen to the Lord. All right, it's 25 after 12, 1230 NFL Today. We love you. Have a good day. Praise God. You're all right.